Well, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody's having a good morning on Tuesday. Uh, Rhodes is here in the house. What's going on, Rhodes? Good morning, Mr. Matrix. Well, that was a little interesting because my electricity just flashed a few minutes ago. Oh, it did, yeah. <laughs> After Rhodes, we went live, I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, Rhodes is going to be Don't dodging some storms up there. Yeah, they're, they've been pretty uh, pretty severe this morning. Uh, Greg and Upshur County made Jim Cantori and the Weather Channel this morning. I was like, oh, shit, we made the Weather mm. Channel. There were There was three... What they say, two inch plus hail, like fifteen miles from us, baseball size hail. Yeah, that happened in uh, Dallas a few days ago too. I saw on, on the local news here. It was bad. First, I thought it was like snow. I was like, wait a minute, is it snowing? No, it, it was hail. It was huge. So, uh, shout out to all the people watching over on um, Rumble, Twitter, and uh, YouTube over here on Rumble. We have a uh, Patriot four one six five in the house. Uh, Reality um, is here. Of course, Rhodes is here. Appreciate uh, you guys um, showing up. Who do we got on YouTube side now? YouTube is acting acting kind of funny on uh, views. Now I saw something about uh, comments being taken away. Yeah, on uh, two, the live. Well, stream. there's there's two people that are in the chat that are missing on the YouTube side that I can see in Streamyard. Uh, Iron Man's in the house. Derek Mary, Dan Wolf, Cloud Life is not in the chat or was in the chat. His comment is now gone. Toy Mafia, his comment is gone. Now, he did use uh, Tite's in his comment, so I don't know if that had anything to do with it. Alfred Wayne, Omar Smith, Mrs. Rance, Pecos Jack. There's Tony Mafia back in the house. Norma, Dynamite. Brantley RNB and sign Deb, John Falcida, and that Daisy is in the house, Salty Badger. Uh, interesting comment here. I was just watching Angela Stanton King's live replay on this matter, and the video was yanked down while I was watching and made unavailable due to YouTube's policy on nudity. Well, they should love the nudity. I mean, well, they, the thing they is, though, that. the thing is, though, we got I saw the clip already and you don't actually see the nudity. Because they're doing th this kind of thing, so you don't see any nudity. Um, another reason why we ain't le leaving up stream on U YouTube anyway. So, um, right. We'll, we'll, we'll actually uh, get into it, guys. We'll get into it. Um, somebody also brought up on uh, Donna Mike in the chat says uh, Hannity destroys uh, Newsom in interview. Now, I saw the clip of um, him um, showing uh, Gavin Newsom all these clips of Joe Biden just like out of it and falling down. And Newsom's kind of like, uh, but he defended Joe Biden. He's like, I have all the confidence in Joe Biden uh, getting through another term. We're not buying it. <laughs> Not buying it. I, I think he's running. I think he, he's he running. probably he probably will. I he probably will. But there's there's know. no way in the world he can believe that Joe Biden is actually a fit uh, for office. I'm, I'm no, just not buying it. I haven't seen Crowder's take on this yet. I know he was doing his live stream on 
Uh, Fox News failed. Hannity fails to ask questions to Gavin or something, this, that, and the other. I don't know exactly what it was, but I guess Crowder wasn't too happy with the way Fox News handled that whole interview last night. I haven't seen the interview yet. I just saw, like, one part of it, where, and I brought it up yesterday, where he talked about Trump. Um, yeah. But but that's all I've seen of it. So Yeah, the only part I saw was the, the, Biden, the Biden gaffes. That was um, pretty much it. So. All right. Um, I guess we can kind of rock and roll into this now. Uh, anything else for um, um, we start talking about ne- stuff? Negative Ghost Rider, of course. Super Chats and Rumble Rants are open and ready to go. And if you're listening on podcast, make sure you subscribe on podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Let's yes. rock. Let's, Let's rock. do it, man. Let's do yeah. it. So. Rhodes likes to react to um, pretty much all the all the videos he see reactions, whether it's a movie, or whatever. He likes to go into it fresh, fresh. So he has not seen what we're going to be talking about here, and I, I don't know what's up with Joe Biden. Man, this virtue ceiling has gotten out of control. Let's let's just do this, man. This I'm sorry, I don't even have anything to say, really. Look at this. Daily Wire. Biden faces backlash after trans activist goes topless at White House Pride event. A disgrace to our country. And it is. This is the person right here. A biological male right there on the right. This is what you actually see in this video. Now, in the clip, you're going to see this person. Just like this. And I'm pretty sure, Rose, that there were probably kids there at this event. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. I have no doubt. I mean, there's there's absolutely no no more guidelines at all with these folks. It's right out the door. No compass whatsoever. Their moral compass is broke. Yeah. It's pointed south straight to hell. Yeah. And what did they, what did they say when Joe Biden got into the White House? Said the adults are back in the room or something like that? Mm, oh, if this is adults, goof, yikes. Yeah. Not like any adults I know. Yeah. Uh, let, let's read some of this here. Beijing Biden faced backlash Monday evening after a video from over the weekend with viral that showed a transgender activist taking um, his top off during a White House uh, meeting after meeting Beijing Biden. Activist Rose Montoya, a man who identifies as a woman, met with Biden and his uh, wife, Jill Biden, at the White House on Saturday during the administration's celebration of Pride Month. Now, there was also somebody else months ago that uh, met with Joe Biden, too, at the White House. You want to know who that is, Rhodes? Who was that? That would be one Dylan Mulvaney. Oh. That was the first time I'd ever heard of Dylan Mulvaney. Oh, my God. Garth Brooks is my hero. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. A video shows Montoya meeting uh, with the Bidens before standing on the White House lawn with his top off and hands covering his breasts or his chest. The incident drew widespread condemnation online. Now, let's look at some of the comments here before we actually get to the video here. Uh, Lives of TikTok says this is what happened. This is what happened at the White House Pride event, a disgrace to our our country. Another one here. Let's see. What does this say? 
quote, no, this isn't another hookers and blow photo from Hunter's laptop. <laughs> <laughs> it was the pride party on the White House lawn two days ago hosted by Joe. They also didn't hang the American flag right according to code. And there's been backlash on that, too. Let's oh. let's go ahead and see this, man. All right. Let's do it. All right. Get ready. Okay. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. A member of Coast Guard, I think, maybe. I don't know. At this point, it's probably a village people. I, I mean, don't know. But... And he's wearing the National Defense Service Medal. Wow. I have that medal. Welcome to the White House. Thank you. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Year. Happy Pride Life. Yeah. Transgender children. You are beautiful. You are heard. You belong. You are understood. You are loved. And you belong. Yeah. Some of the bravest and most inspiring people I've ever known. I mean, you're welcome. Good folks. Can we take a little video? Hi, Mr. President. It is an honor of trans rights and human rights. Oh, it's a news. Are we topless at the White House? Yeah. This happened at the White House. Oh, Lord. Go straight to hell with no speed bumps. Um, wow. Okay. What do you got to say about this, Rhodes? I'm Number one, hey, let's go to Biden talking about these are the most brave and stunning and courageous people I've ever known or met or time, whatever he said. Mm, how about those... 13 service members that lost their life due to your shit show of a pull out of Afghanistan. How yeah. brave are those people? You trying to tell me this chick with a D is more brave, stunning, and courageous than those members of our military? Is that what I just basically heard come out of your pie hole at this point? Wow. What happened? Where are we? I don't know. What's man. going on? This is crazy. This is absurd. This is people that would show up for an event like this. And I mean, the Secret Service would normally like escort people off the property because, well, you don't allow people, you don't allow the circus and the freaks to come on the White House lawn. They're there now. The yeah. inmates are running the asylum. My what? main concern is. Children probably saw this. Children. Nah. Now, for one nah. thing, my, no. my, my no. one question no. is, is why are parents even bringing their kids to this thing? No, that's not my main concern. It, it, my main concern, my top priority concern, is the fact that Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping just saw our president they, uh, yeah, up they there doing some bullshit like this. That's yeah. my first concern. Then, of course... There's absolutely the issue with the children, but I'm worried about other uh, other leaders in the world that would like to stick a nuke directly up my ass seeing this and going, 
Well, this is this is a perfect time to attack because look who's leading the United States of America at this point. Uh, push the red button. I, I mean, come on, you got to have you got to show some kind of true leadership. You got to be strong. You got to be. This is. You realize none of this is being led around the. Uh, the 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 leadership in those countries. I, that's that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, you and made a mistake though, Rhodes. You made a mistake. Leadership. Leadership. Would you say leadership and what else? But I, I I don't know. I'm I'm kinda... leadership and something else in it with the same sentence as Biden. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. well, you know, that puppet's supposed to be some kind of a president of something. Yeah. I'm not sure what, what at this point. Yeah. Hold on to Fort real quick, Rhodes. Okay. All right. We got some dogs in the background that are uh, – a dog is having a uh, field day back there. This is unbelievable, folks. This is where we're at. This is where we have – we're supposed to be going up a mountain as a a country. Do not fall. We're supposed to be progressing – in a positive direction as a country guys we're we're entering entering the apocalypse you're seeing a social apocalypse right now the inmates are running the asylum they're normalizing things that should never in life be normalized they're entertaining they're Oh, man, I can't even think of all the words I need to say right now. Um, I, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm baffled by this. I truly am. And um, I'm sick. I'm sick to my stomach. It makes me nauseated to see what is happening right now uh, in this country. I'm floored by it. Uh, somebody, a, a dude with some breast, pulled their breast out on the White House lawn. We just witnessed that, folks. Our enemies just witnessed that. I mean, you know, we got parents. All these people are fighting to protect our children and keep our children out of harm's way. But in theory, the president is supposed to be the leader that keeps our country out of harm's way. And you cannot tell me this is not putting our country directly into harm's way from a hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. National security standpoint, this absolutely is going to influence decisions that our enemies are going to make when they look at us and believe that they can decide to seek and destroy at some point. Well, we're not worried about them. I mean... America's full of a bunch of pansies, haven't you noticed lately? They're they're worried about rainbows right now. America and their leadership is worried about rainbows and swapping people's gender. 
Guys, I mean, to give you an idea, when Biden took office, I went to Walmart the other day. Biden took office. I bought three items that I've had to buy forever. Same bag of cat food, same bag of dog food, and cat litter. Since he's been in office, the cat litter has went up $4.50. The bag of cat foods went up $5. And the dog food has went up uh, $3.50 or $4. So $12 total between just three items. This guy's hosting a male on the White House lawn that is showing his breast while this country is in fake breasts at that fake breast. Yeah. This country is on fire socially, economically. It's baffling to me that this is ever that, that people walked into a room, sat down and somebody made this a priority. It's, I mean, how does this idea even get thrown up out of somebody's mouth onto a table yeah. to allow it to happen. Come on, stop it. Uh, you know, sorry about that. Um, my yard guy just showed up. This oh, is bound to happen when we do a morning show because he just kind of shows up. I can't hear it. I mean, I can't. Well, I, um, I turned up the noise gate. That's why. And my the dog only thing is locked I could in the room. Was the dog barking? And, yeah, yeah. You know, the dog I mean, was out here, but I put her in the bedroom and and I turned up the noise gate, so you guys probably shouldn't actually hear too much of um what's going on out there. It, these these folks know we're not perfection. If they wanted to watch CNN, they would. They don't. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they want to see two Texas guys. Uh, urinate all over what it is Joe Biden just did yeah. at the White House. Yeah. And I just had the cash app and money too. So I'm $35 light now. <laughs> hmm. Lighter, I should say. <laughs> yeah. But hey, that's part of um, owning a home. <laughs> a lot uh, of, lot, I saw more than a couple of people bring up homeschool, schooling children. I think that's. Homeschooling needs to be, that needs to be on the rise. Yeah, that that definitely needs to be on the rise right now. Um, people, people need to get their kids out of schools because I believe that the whole agenda behind this is to twist the mind of children for the future. So they'll become if you think the activists are bad now, they want the children to become even more woke on alphabet activism in 20 years. That's why they're actually going after these kids. I mean, they have, if you actually, this generation of kids now, 25% are identifying as part of the alphabets. That is not normal right there. Honestly, in a normal world, this would be like what? Two, 3%, 25% though now. No, this is an, an agenda being pushed on kids. These teachers are spending eight hours a day with your children, folks. Yeah. Let's let's be uh, honest. The teachers spend more time with the kids during the week than the parents do. Because the parents have to go out to work. And in reality, I remember when I was in school, I guess the school bus would come by at like 
7 a.m. or so. And in the fall for me, it was um, band time. So marching band was after school. I think school got out at 3.30. And we would have marching band practice for, I think, until like 5. Then the bus would take us home. So we're talking about like 5.30 in the evening that I'm away from my, my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they're they're trying to. Um, I can't fully convey what I think they're trying to get around to. Well, you know what, they're they're trying to get around to eventually legalizing something that was once seen as the most despicable act in our society, and that right. is things involving children. Yeah, they're trying I mean, to get around to that becoming legalized. And eventually, somebody's going to present it as law in one of these left-wing states. Yeah, it's going to exactly. start in one of these radical states. Oregon, Washington, California. California. Yeah. I mean, think of this, man. Jerry Sandusky, if he was, well, he's locked up in prison right now. Or is he dead? Did he die? I don't even remember. No, I don't Did think he he's dead. No, okay. I don't think he's dead. But anyway, like in, let's say like 10 years from now. If a Sandusky situation came along, he'd be looked at as a hero. Nothing to see here. Please move yeah. along. I think he. I think he is. Sandusky. I'm just curious. Um, is he alive? N- yeah, he's alive. Okay, yeah, yeah. he is alive. Yeah. He's 79 years old, yeah. and he's a scumbag. Scumbag for what he, what he did to kids. It's it's really really disgusting, guys. It really is. That was in Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. that's another that's another state you could throw. Vermont is very radical. Yeah. <laughs> underrated, yeah, a lot of the North, underrated Northeast. radical. Ver, Vermont. Yeah. Yeah. Then that's Bernie country. Yeah. That's I mean that's Bernie country. You're gonna see it. I mean, yeah, I mean, look, Ezra Miller. Do we truly believe the outrage around him has been appropriately high? Because I don't. I don't feel like the outrage he, around him. He's gotten Ezra away Miller's with it a lot. Oh, yeah. Because he's getting away with it because of his pronouns. Ezra Miller is a man that wants to use weird pronouns. And if it wasn't for that, you know what? He'll be a straight, straight white male and he'd be canceled. He's not doing that Flash movie, I believe, if he didn't have those pronouns. Oh, if he wasn't a member of that alphabet community. I don't even really think I don't even really think he's a member of the alphabet community. I think he's dated nothing but women. But he wants to use the pronouns. What they and it's a shame, man. The media goes along with it too. Have they found the two white men that beat up Jesse Smollett yet? <laughs> Well, they they got a nice little tan on them. That's what it is. <laughs> oh man, God, I, it's baffling where we're at right now. Yeah, I mean, I have checked the tuition of Christian private schools at least four or five times in the last two months. I mean, if the government was any kind of a real government, how about? How about some kind of funding to allow people if they want to put their your, kids in Christian school? That would your be property tax dollars awesome. should go to wherever 
you want to um, to send your kids to. That that's the way it should be. I'm paying my property taxes, and that money goes towards um schools. And I believe that any parent should have the right to say, take that money, send it to this uh, Christian school that I want my kid to go to. But the thing is, the government is the problem with that. First of all, taxation is theft anyway, for one thing. But if they are going to take your money, your money, this is the money that you, you spent your money on your house. You pay the property taxes. You should have the choice where your kid actually goes to school at. Very quickly, Tony Freshy over on Rumble gave us $5 of Rumble rants. Thank you. Thank you. Morning, gents. Congrats to Jokic. Dude set an NBA record with most points, rebounds, and assists in the playoffs. That's right. Yep, as 10 people got shot up there. Yeah. Yeah. Has, your, has YouTube fixed their views yet? Um, I don't even know. Yes, it does look like. Yes, yes, yes. Now my okay. video, my video miraculously all of a sudden has 2,300 views. But I'm going to tell you this. It was headed to a lot more than that before they decided to yank those views out of the algorithm. Yeah, because something was definitely going on very, very weird on on YouTube. Right before the stream, we saw like all the views kind of like just disappear um, on my video that I put. Now, my, my views have actually went up on my Jokic video. That's actually went up. So yeah. that video was doing good. And I dropped that video and I thought we had a notification, but we didn't. So, but it's still doing good. I thought anyway. we had one too real early. No, See, no, I, I got I got it confused with the network channel because the network channel, um, I dropped that um Tucker video that didn't have a notification, so I got the channels confused. In fact, I thought mine wasn't going to have one, and I I said, you know what, it'll do okay without one, so I'll drop it. And I shared it. It, it, it had an, I it had shared it to the community post, and then uh, Melissa said ten shot, and I was like, wait. Well, yeah, but how do you know? And she said, I got a notification. I said, I did? So that 80 uh, views the first minute. I was yeah. like, here we go. 80 views. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, thanks for that uh, Rumble Rants, um, Tony Freshy. And we just got a super chat here on YouTube uh, from Forrest for $2. Elton John, gay man on Epstein Island. Did he ever go there? I don't even know. I don't even know. Oh, I almost forgot, man. <laughs> Took so long to get a super chat. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, I forgot because yesterday super chats didn't come in until like really late in the in the show. So you got to remind me, Rose, uh, Dr. Phil. <laughs> well, I was going to, but I thought you got to it pretty quick, actually. I was like, he got to it right away. I was about to say, you know, we owe uh, Tony a... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I like to do them, you know, right after on um, the Super Chat or Rumble Rant is actually uh, read. So uh, we got 35 uh, people over there on Rumble and 133 on YouTube, man. Uh, good turnout, good turnout. It's just <laughs> gross. Uh, Iron Man... Uh, has labeled us an Oreo cookie. He he pointed out 
uh, that you are black and I'm white. Iron Man always making this about race, uh, virtue signaling out there. Um, so I'm not I'm not sure if he's a member of the BLM. I don't think he is. Um, I think John is black and Rhodes is white. Uh, they make a good Oreo cookie. Good cookies is what he decided to put in the chat right now. I feel like I need some kind of a shower after that comment. I feel kind of yeah, gross. That, that, that seems kind of low-key uh, gay. I'm not gay. <laughs> yeah. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just I, throwing I, it out there. I... I I'm, okay, I'm just going to keep it real. I'm a fan of the naturally developed vajayjays, okay? The ones that are not built in some lab somewhere that used yeah. to be used to be what they refer to as the penis. Yeah, I don't want that kind of vajayjay. I'm a fan man, of the I, real I got to tell you this, man. You want to know the most unattractive thing about a woman? When they get those what? Brazilian butt lifts, man, that's such a huge turnoff to me, man. It looks so unnatural. The proportions. Are you on a big ass? Are you hating on no, a big ass? No, 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 no. What is happening here right now? The, the, um, the fake ones. What? You the like those big ass? Yeah, those Brazilian butt lifts. It, it they depends. Look, it depends. They look, the proportions look so terrible, man. Uh, occasionally one comes across that I'm like, well, you know, I, it looks a little more natural, I guess. Man, some of those things look horrific, man. Hmm. Horrific. I'm kind of a I'm kind of a big butt fan, and I cannot lie. Natural natural ones, I'm a fan of that. Natural you ones, know? but if you look at some of those Brazilian butt lifts, the proportions don't even look look normal, man. Uh, we're comforting like a cookie. Dead we're air. comforting <laughs> like a Okay, uh, excuse me. I'm gonna dip myself in some milk right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Iron Man always brings the heat in the chat. Yeah. Uh, I do need a shower. More, uh, more meals, but is 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 one of the fake tushies that is getting a lot of play. Oh right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Remember, I put it in the thumbnail. See, yeah. that's that's not attractive to me, man. Yeah, I. It was. That's it not was, attractive. It was a uh, a bit. It looked fake. It did. It looked fake. Yeah, it looked fake. J just yeah. like um, that person we just showed in that video clip. That was fake. That was fake right there. What the bootay or the tit? Yeah, that the was the fake too. That was the they both. Were, they both were fake. I mean, the whole. You you get my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God help us all. We need help. We need. I need therapy. Like um, Patriot forty one sixty five over on Rumble says he's a big fan of the organic fruit. Yes. Never trust a big button a smile. That girl is. Yeah. Natural. That's yeah. all I like. Natural. Yeah. Bart fake stuff now. Bart nineteen seventy nine took me back to the uh, Bell Biv DeVoe days. Over in the chat on Rumble. Yeah. yeah. I like uh, BVD back in the day. <laughs> uh, Rhodes, um, you ready Yo, to jump over yeah, to uh, uh, yeah. entertainment? 
Let's let's look and see what's going on. Now I know let's a little it. bit about some of um, this man's work here. Um, Treat Williams passed away at seventy-one years old. Yep. And um, let's look at it right here. Treat Williams Everwood. Once upon a time in America, we were just talking about that movie on yep. a um, member yep. live stream. I was like, we were talking about the Jewish uh, mafia. He was in that movie. Uh, dead at 71 in tragic motorcycle accident, man. Um, go, go ahead, Rhodes. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I can tell you this. My favorite Treat Williams film is a little known, like, I guess you could call it like a horror movie or something like that. Uh, it was a movie by the name of Deep Rising back in the day. I don't think I've seen that. That's yeah, that's my favorite Treat Williams uh, film. I saw it in the theater. I think that may be the the only Trent Williams starring movie where he was like leading the leading guy in it. I think that's the uh, only film I actually saw in the theater that where he was the star of the film. He was a, he was a character actor character in a lot actor, of movies, yeah. but. But that was the one that he uh, he was a, a I think it's a creature feature or something like that. Okay. But I liked it a lot. Yeah. Okay. Um, says here, veteran actor Treat Williams, known for his role on TV's Everwood, as well as his performances in the uh, classic films Hair and Once Upon a Time in America, died on Monday at the age of seventy-one in a tragic motorcycle accident. Uh, Barry McPherson, Williams' agent for 15 years, confirmed the actor's death in a statement on Monday. Uh, quote, he was killed this afternoon. He was making a left or right, and a car cut him off. McPherson said, I'm just devastated. He was the nicest guy. He was so talented. He was an actor's actor. Filmmakers loved him. He's been the heart of the Hollywood, of the Hollywood since the late 1970s. He was really uh, proud of his performance this year. He's been so happy with the work that I got him. He's a balance. He's had a balanced career. According to people, the crash allegedly happened along uh, Route 30 in uh, Dorsey, Vermont, when the actor's uh, motorcycle collided with a car. Investigators believe the driver of the car was turning and didn't see the motorcycle, uh, the outlet uh, reported. A LifeNet helicopter was summoned from um, Ticonderoga, New York, to airlift him to a hospital. The Manchester Fire Department responded and set up the landing zone for the helicopter. Other emergency services that responded included East Dorsey, um, or is it Dorset? I don't know. Uh, Dorsey, that's probably the way we pronounce it here, but anyway. Uh, fire and uh, Rupert uh, Fire. Man, that's sad, man. Yeah. That's sad. And then... Uh, the great James Wood um, tweets out, uh, Treat and I spent months in Rome filming Once Upon a Time in America. I highly recommend you guys see that movie. It's really good. I can, um, It can be uh, pretty lonely on the road doing a long shoot, but his resilient, good cheer, and sense of humor was a godsend. I really loved him, and I'm devastated that he's gone. Rip Treat Williams, man. Yeah, I'm looking at his his just filmography, and there are a couple of different films on here I really like. Mulholland Falls was a really good one. God, the cast in that movie was just Nick Nolte, Melanie Griffin, Chaz Palmateri, Michael Madsen, Chris Penn, 
Treat Williams, Jennifer Conley, Andrew McCarthy, and John Malkovic. That was a really badass flick. And somebody brought up in the chat, uh, let me make sure I give them their due. John Falsetta brought up Things to Do in Denver When You're Dead. That is another one that he was in that was uh, that was pretty good. And that had a crazy-ass cast to it, too. But uh, that was a good flick that I can really remember. I have not seen Once Upon a Time in America, but I am that is on my very, very near future watch list. I got very close. You got to see it, watched, I almost watched it a couple of days ago, or at least started it. It's like almost four, five hours. Yeah, four it's hours like long. four or five hours, man. I, we watched yeah. it uh, years ago. I really did like it. You don't see many uh, Jewish uh, mafia movies. But that's one of them right there, and it's pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, rest in peace, Treat Williams. Man. That's crazy. Uh, and, and and what's crazy is to make it to 71 and then get killed in a in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident, you know? Yeah, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, I don't, man, I don't like motorcycles, man. Actually, um, a guy I went to college with, driving his motorcycle, that's all he did, and he Died in a motorcycle accident too. He was um actually going to Lamar in Beaumont, getting his, working on his master's degree. Got killed. Sex. Yeah, it, I, we we came across a bad one. Uh, just about two weeks ago, they finally put a, a new light in, uh, right down the road at a very dangerous intersection out by where I live, where people have been. I mean, there's probably been 15 people killed in the last decade there at that intersection they finally put a light in and two days after they put the stoplight in somebody still got killed there on a motorcycle mm -hmm. at that at that stoplight yeah right and, down the uh, road from me here they're putting in um stoplights and where i live at we don't have a lot of traffic but they built this warehouse right behind my subdivision now so i guess that's the reason why uh they they put it in while putting it in it's not done yet which substitute movies was he in i know tom berenger starred in the first two maybe which and i i can actually just come out and admit i saw the substitute the original one in the theater that's back when i went to like three movies a week i saw you used to go to three movies a week yeah yeah back in the 90s i went Usually about three times a week. I would go. I tell you, I tell you, man, what I used to love doing when I was in college, because you know, college when you broke, the dollar movie theater was right across the street, and so yeah. many people would go to watch um, a movie for a dollar. Sure. I think yeah. they should bring back the dollar movie, man. But I, I, it's probably not profitable. You know, it's probably not. I saw a lot of movies in the nineties oh, in the theater. Yeah, Mulholland when I was a kid, Falls, though, I was just talking about. Salt when I was a kid, that's that's pretty much the only movie theater my mom would actually bring us to was the Dollar Theater. She would just wait till movies went to the Dollar Theater and bring us. Well, it was such you know the Dollar Theater was such a good like if there was a movie that was like borderline on me going to see it in the theater. Or, and it's near the end of its run, and I'm like, you know what? I've got nothing going on. Let me run up there. I almost went and saw it when, you know, four or five weeks ago. I never got around to it. It slipped through the cracks, and uh, I would go check. check. I've probably seen 100 movies at the Dollar Theater, you yeah. know? Yeah. 
I don't know if they st- do dollar theaters still exist. Hashtag bring them back. I, I don't know how they could do it now. They'd have to do yeah. like two dollars or three. Str- streaming like is so convenient now. You know, it's so convenient. But some theaters, you know, like I know that, um, like we have Studio Movie Grill out here in the Houston area. They'll have like classic movie night, but it's not hand a dollar, hand <laughs> a dollar. So, yeah. Okay. Um, Let's see here. Um, I got one more topic here, Rhodes. All right. Um, sports here. Now, there is a poll here because we have been seeing a whole bunch of uh, men going over into women's sports here. And I always believe that the vast majority of um, people and Americans were against men actually going into women's sports. And that is, that is true. However, only 69% of Americans oppose men competing in women's sports. Just 69%. That, that, that's concerning right there. This really should be, it should be 100%. But you would think that this would probably be like closer to 90%, right? Uh, you would think so, but you got to remember, I mean, you got California, you got Washington, you got Oregon, you got Vermont in existence and there are actual people in those radical states that are going to be okay with this okay with their daughters getting dominated by some man in some miscellaneous sport they play yeah that i but, gotta but be the honest thing is, i think but, i feel like there's some states that don't value sports as much as we do say here in texas yeah it's not as as big a part of of their sort of existence like in Texas, every high school, junior high sport, it's just people, parents are really heavily involved. What does that tell you? Parents are really heavily involved in the states that appreciate sports and have right, a problem right. with this, you know? Yeah. But the so, thing is, though, 69%, that was actually an increase from 2021. Look here. A new Gallup poll found that opposition to transgender athletes playing on teams that match their gender identity is rising up to 69% in 2023 from 62% in 2021. I didn't even know it was that low. So this is a 7% increase right here. At the same time, fewer Americans believe transgender athletes should be allowed to deviate from biological reality to play on teams in accordance with their gender identity at 26%, uh, down from 34% in 2021. I mean, it is stunning, man, that I don't even know. I guess the whole Leah Thomas thing, I guess that was kind of the awakening right there. But when did we actually start seeing biological men going to women's sports? When when did this even become a thing? Well, I'm going to tell you, believe it or not, Leah Thomas is really the thing that sort of made me take note. I don't remember hearing that much about it prior no, to Leah Thomas. You know? Um, and that got so much publicity because he came in and just dominated and won national titles. So, in a lot of ways, I, I can't believe it was it was him that sound the alarm barrels, but it was. I mean, it became very public. We probably did... A hundred videos or more on that guy on the on the main sports channel. No, no, I believe it was. Um, no, there was somebody before. There was the Olympian. 
the power lifter from uh, New Zealand, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Laura Hubbard. Laurel Hubbard? Laurel okay. Hubbard. See, I thought because she that was, was post Leah Thomas. No, because Leah Thomas, no, no. Because the 2020 Tokyo Olympics actually happened in 2021, right? It yeah. may have been yeah. roughly around that same yeah. time. It was pretty close. It was, it, was, pretty it close. was pretty close. Laura Hubbard comes to mind. And um and we did some other videos on um cycling. I believe this has really become a thing in cycling and track. Because remember that was like high schoolers doing this before, but um there wasn't really people talking about it. What were those comments there? Um he said, why are my comments being posted not in order so they are off screen? Hmm. Um, I don't have I don't. I don't idea. know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, this is a good one. Forrest is right. I did. Bruce Jenner winning that SP was like, what the hell? That was a what the hell moment, you know? Yeah, but you got to remember, um, he was old then. He wasn't, he, he wasn't honestly, competing, but... In, you know, he had that in our, in our generation. In our generation, we didn't even know Bruce Jenner as an Olympian. We knew Bruce Jenner as more okay. He's just kind of around the Kardashians, and that's well, it. Well, I remember him. Didn't he play? He was. They were. There was a TV show back in the day that had former athletes and entertainers on the same show, and I believe he was part of that. That was, yeah, but and the it thing was a, is, it was a big show on television. I do remember him in his Olympic gear growing I, I, up. But the and thing all is, that. though, thing is, though, Bruce Jenner wasn't portraying himself as a woman back then. Well, yeah, but I mean, I remember him being a dude. I thought a man's man, honestly. Yeah, you, you know, I thought Bruce Jenner was like the example of what you're trying to to build yourself into as a dude. Boy, was I wrong. <laughs> I, I saw the uh the oj simpson uh full sin podcast i watched that whole thing and he he talked a little bit about um about bruce then and he didn't really have any inkling of bruce you know getting into um women's clothes or any of that stuff so yeah oh 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 battle of the network stars you remember that right that, that was in the 80s yeah, that well it was in the it was in the late seventies, early eighties. I don't um, think I ever watched it. They did it. They did it multiple times. Seventy six through eighty eight. OJ Simpson was involved too. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Yep. Orenthal, the juice. Now, speaking of the juice, man, we were talking about the Arnold documentary, and when it, the second episode they were talking about um, Arnold. Um, in the Terminator, they flat out said that um, they didn't want OJ because nobody, Arnold said this, said no, they didn't want OJ to be the Terminator because nobody could believe he was a killer. Yeah. They said that <laughs> in the documentary. It. I, I, I laughed when he said that. I was like, whoa, boy, were you wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, that's such a good documentary, man. I told you I mean, it was good. Man. I, I watched that thing. I mean, it took me two days to get through it. Yeah. I watched it sit down, and I always watch everything at night after Melissa goes to sleep. 
I usually can't go to sleep for another hour and a half to two hours. So, and I can't yeah. record because I I can't turn all the lights back on and everything. So right, right. that's when I watch all all the television I'm trying to consume. I just started Manifest, by the way. I know you told me. You told me. Yeah, yeah. First two episodes I like a lot. Something weird's going on. So, um, yeah, that's that's very interesting. Um, while I'm still I, I, thinking about it, before we go too far, I'm going to bring this up. Trent Williams was in The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> he was. Yes, it's in his filmography. He was like some some miscellaneous, just miscellaneous side characters. Echo Base Trooper Jess Alashane and Cloud City Trooper Gerald Blinden. Uncredited in the nah. film. That's crazy. Yeah, my favorite movie of all time. Trent Williams was in it. I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. Connor Acres, two dollars. OJ had that killer instinct as a running back. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a good one right there. Thanks for that. Um, that super chat. Thank you for that. Trent Trent Williams is a great name too. You know, that's just a great. That's like, that's like old school. Just. Yeah. That's Treat Williams, and you just expect a dude to come in to like it. He's going to be in a Western, walk into a saloon, and get in a bar fight and just whip everybody's ass. Yeah. That's what that's what that kind of name just, you know, toxic masculinity. They hate that. You know? Yeah, so. they do. Hey, I do want to talk about that Arnold documentary, man. Okay. Arnold, Arnold is, man, when I was a kid, man, Arnold was number one. He was number one. Nobody else was number one. I was a bit Stallone fan. Stallone actually appears in the documentary, too. And uh, apparently they hated each other to death because they were rivals. I didn't know that. I didn't, I didn't know, know it, I didn't know it was other. like that. I didn't. I didn't know no. it was like that. But Sly said, yeah, they couldn't stand it even to be in the same room with each other. Now him and Arnold and Sly are like really, really good friends now. But, man, one thing... You can say what you want to say about Arnold today, man, but his dedication, man, to be the best of the best of the best at anything he does is like second to none. He was a driven SOB if there ever was one. Yeah. Driven. I mean, just he had goals. He saw Reg Park. He was like, I want to be that. Mm. Next thing you know, he's hanging out with Reg Park. And he's he's winning the Mister Universe, yeah. And then Joe Weeder calls calls him, and it's just. And then he was like, "And I want to be in acting." Next thing you know, he's in acting. He gets involved with yeah. acting. They tell him, "Well, and boy, you can't act those early good. movies were. Ooh, his acting was horrible, man. He was awful. I mean, awful, really bad, really awful. Bad. And they told him, "Hey, nobody wants a big guy with an accent." I'm glad Arnold never lost that accent because it would not be the same. It would not be the same if he didn't have his accent. He still has it uh, today, man. But his desire, man, and I believe it was the way he was actually brought up. His father was extremely strict, extremely strict. And his whole desire was get out of Austria. He wanted to get out of Austria and... The, the scenes when he was talking about Franco, man, I was a huge Fr- Franco Colombo fan. Me too. Me I didn't know the they met in was... Germany. I didn't know they met in Germany because I was like, how in the hell does Arnold and Franco even speak to each other? 
because yeah. Arnold has this strong accent. He really didn't speak English. And of course, Franco has a uh, Sardinian accent. Uh, Franco spoke German because they met in Germany. I didn't I didn't know that. And he always looked out for Franco because when it comes to bodybuilding, Franco, he wasn't winning all these um all these um, competitions because he was my height. He was five foot six. You're not going to win. But Arnold said he's like one of the best pound pound for pound bodybuilders ever. Franco was massive, man. So he brought Franco into the movie business. That's why you see Franco in like all all of uh, Arnold's uh, movies. Yeah, I, I always did like Franco, of course, being a guy that was a power lifting. Franco was a bodybuilder, but he lifted in the same manner that a power lifter did. And he had yeah. power lifter numbers in the gym. I mean, he had a 525 bench, had a seven something deadlift. Franco was, uh, he competed in the world's strongest man. You'd never see a bodybuilder really do that, you know, these days so much. You just yeah. wouldn't do it. They wouldn't yeah. get involved in the world's strongest man. Uh, some of them bodybuilders, I mean, I walk into the gym and some of those steroid freaks, they're strong, but some of them won't lift strong. I mean, I'm right. like, God, man, I ain't. You know, I'm 47. And I'm out lifting some yeah. of you guys. Come on now. Well, Arnold even addressed the uh, the steroid thing. Remember, steroids weren't even illegal then. And he said it was like four times a year under uh, doctor's supervision. He said it was only like 5% of his total um, output, I guess you could say. Well, he can say that. But yeah. I, know, I know the effects of steroids and... You know, if you go on it and you add 25 pounds of muscle <laughs> in 12 weeks, yeah. it's it's significant. It's a significant amount of help that it can yeah. give you. Yeah. I mean, that, that give, documentary is fantastic, guys. It it's really it's is. great. It's great. It, it's one of the best documentaries I've ever seen. It's still not as good as uh, Ric Flair's documentary, which is maybe I mean, it's in the top three documentaries I've ever seen far as I need to see that about thing. a person. But, um, boy, it's awfully good for a doc. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad they had so many people in it. And I I'm glad that Arnold was so directly involved in that and was really the true star of it. You know, he was he right. led that documentary. Yeah, you it's, know? Mainly, and, it's mainly him. When I talk about uh, Sly Stallone is in it, he's like in – Two scenes for like fifteen seconds, just saying stuff about um their robbery, which yep. was um immense. And he talks about Last Action Hero, man. I remember when that movie came out in nineteen ninety three. I do too. I and saw And I was it like, opening. I was like, man, I saw it. This is bad. In the theater. Yep. I was so excited to go see it because that was Ar Arnold first night, opening night. I was always there, and I walked in. We watched that movie. We came out, and we was like, God, that was terrible. That movie sucked. It was terrible. I mean, the thing is, man, he had been on such a high, and his competitive nature is so strong. James Cameron was in there talking about it. Arnold said he just shut down for a week and was – and James Cameron said that was like what – what he said, like the first time he ever heard uh, Arnold cry or something like that. Yeah, he was devastated he, over. He was last devastated at the recep yeah. reception from that. Yeah, yeah, that was his first flop. Once he became, you know, Hollywood, he and, had that run. I mean, Raw Deal wasn't great. 
but I like Raw Deal though. Um, they didn't. They had, didn't talk about Total Recall in that documentary. Well, they didn't talk about several of his films. The Running Man. They never really. Yeah, talked they, they, about. they didn't bring it up. I mean, of course, you know, you know they're going to focus on um, his major hits, but I mean, they even talked about End of Days. You know, that was 1999. I actually like End of Days. I do too. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I like End of Days. I was like. I remember when I saw the trailer for that, I was like, oh, Arnold versus the devil? I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, the devil doesn't stand a chance against Arnold. <laughs> yeah. They didn't bring up, um, up they didn't bring up Eraser either. The one he did with Vanessa Williams. They didn't bring that up. That's a good flick and it made a lot of money. Yeah. People don't yeah. realize Eraser was a big hit. Yeah. Now yeah. Our audience may not like the third episode when it, when it talks about him moving into into politics, and we know that California is a blue state. I'm going to be honest, man. Him winning in California as a Republican had all to do with his star power. Oh yeah, I'm gonna oh, I'm yeah. gonna be honest about that. Yeah. Arnold as a Republican, he ain't becoming the governor of Texas. <laughs> he just not. Right. He's right. not. California is different because you got to remember, they had a a bunch of nobodies on that ballot. They had like porn stars. Gary Coleman was on the on the ballot. I mean, they were so disappointed with uh, Gray Davis. Arnold was pretty much the only option, I guess. <laughs> one of the best. Now, that's also one of the best documentaries ever made. Yeah. And the, the first episode of um, the Arnold documentary is kind of like pumping iron light. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of similar. It's yeah, all focused really on his bodybuilding. Yeah. And Arnold now, he says he doesn't even look in the mirror at his body. And he said that he lied about the way he actually felt about his body in his prime. He thought he had a shit body when everybody was praising him. He thought he was still working hard to get like the perfect body. And he said that, how how in the hell could this body win anything when he's like in super great shape? Yeah, he um uh, it was funny though because when they he got to the US, Joe Weiner basically told him he was fat. I mean yeah. they basically were they, telling Yeah, him, they mentioned that in the documentary. I, said and he, I was they like, called him fat. Yeah. Because he, remember, and, he came over, he's winning over there in Europe, and when he went to Joe Weiner's gym, remember he um he lost. When he when he um well he went up against Frank Zane and he got Frank Zane destroyed. was a great bodybuilder yeah he got well, destroyed his symmetry was Frank Zane's symmetry and Frank, his man. definition was all time great all time great he and was Arnold small. was a big yeah Arnold was a bigger guy Jeff Zane was more that aesthetic look Frank Frank Zane had seventeen inch arms Arnold had like twenty one twenty two arms yeah yeah and so Arnold was, was devastated that he lost to him. Frank Zane would never win now. He wouldn't have a chance because everybody's no. went ultra mass. None, none of those. Uh, Arnold wouldn't even win today. I mean, Arnold's oh, body no, looks no. way more natural mm -hmm. than these guys today don't even look like humans. <laughs> I got a Those guys are all juiced up. I just found out not too long ago, I was flipping around YouTube and I did not get a chance to watch it. But evidently, Dorian Yates and Arnold's got a massive feud and I got to find out what that's about. Because, you know, mm. Dorian, Dorian became a, a god 
in the nineties. Well, you remember uh, Phil Phil Heath went after Arnold um, a few years back. He said Arnold didn't have any lids. I was like Phil Heath, you're you're so pumped up. I, I'm willing to bet Phil Heath is on steroids. Oh, I'm talking about dude, massive they're, ones. They're all man. I remember Phil Heath when he played um, basketball. <laughs> he was small. He was small. Look, I I don't know how much truth this is, but I will tell you the gym I went to for 15 years. One of the guys in the gym that occasionally I would even lift with was very, very, very good friends with Ronnie Coleman. Okay. We all know who Ronnie Coleman Probably is. Ronnie Coleman, yeah. He's a legend, blah, blah, blah. All right. Yeah. And he would he would go up, spend weekends in Dallas with Ronnie. And uh all I will tell you is allegedly there was guys at that time competing taking elephant growth hormone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Elephant growth hormone. Not regular HGH, elephant growth hormone, along with, yeah. you know, D-ball and Winstraw and and all the other right. stuff. They were put, taking that on top of it. I don't see how Ronnie Coleman actually still could be a champion because, remember, he never quit his job as a cop. He loved that job being a police officer. And he would still go out there and do his job as a cop because he Every, loved it. How can he eat? Because, you know, those guys had to eat like well, 12,000 calories a day. Yeah, he did. He just had to take it with him, you know. I, I One of my best friends was a, a world-class power lifter. He used to sit at his desk when we worked corporate together, and every two hours, peanut butter sandwich and a, a Tupperware thing of rice every two hours like clockwork, you know. Man. And um, – you figure it out back in those days. You do. Yeah. And it gets it gets it done. Yeah. Uh we got a one ninety nine super sticker from Iron Man. What does it actually say on there? Oh, it just says new. <laughs> That's all it says. Uh appreciate that um that super sticker, Iron Man. If I can find my oh there it is. Thank you for that. Yeah. Ronnie Coleman was our school resource officer from APD. We'd laugh when he'd tell us not to do drugs. John Falsetta. <laughs> yeah. But it guys, seriously, the, go go and watch it, that documentary. It was the open secret. By the way, Ronnie's got a really good YouTube channel. So yeah, I want to shout that out. But I feel bad for Ronnie because Ronnie was a lot like Franco. Ronnie was world-class strong. I'm yes. talking elite strength. He was massive. Okay? But he's got terrible hips now, and I know for from experience, it's those heavy deadlifts and those heavy squats. I've got bad mm. hips. My now, hips Joe, hurt me. Joe, Joe Rogan I can't um, lay certain ways in the bed without. My I hips thought. Hurting remember, he appeared on Joe Rogan. I thought Joe Rogan's had a doctor doctor to recommend to him about his injuries. I hope he gets. I. I it's painful to see ronnie now have to but he, those... he won't stop in the gym either man he's still jacked oh, his upper body is still <laughs> yeah his phenomenal. upper body is still massive yeah yeah Mass ronnie coleman wow wow so he was a beast uh, yeah um that's all i got Rhodes. um are we wrapping it up yeah um, i'd say we'd wrap it up i gotta be honest with you i'm posting this arnold thing onto the podcast on a, as a separate clip too yeah, because well, that's going to get some views. We'll just do a yeah. review of the documentary. But we could put that, put it on Matrix and Rose Show too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. We will catch you guys tomorrow at the same time. Peace. We're out till next time.